Welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. I am your host, Charlie Barons, and this is my assistant, um, Miles. <laughs> you're not wrong, I guess. <laughs> I'm wrong, Miles. Come on. You're no. my you're my co-host, my partner in crime, the Rodman to my Batman. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, welcome back welcome to another back. episode of Bellied Up Podcast. Um, we are presented by Fleet Farm. And today, Charlie, yes. we are at Schuler's in Golden Valley, Minnesota. You ever been to Golden Valley before? I think it's my first time in the Golden Valley, Miles. What do you think of Schuler's? I love the wood paneling. Uh, wood paneling God. everywhere. I like the wooden dowels up on the wall. Oh, so yeah. So clearly that used to be open to something at some point. And also, I like how the pipes are uh, painted a wooden facade. Where is that? Right there. Look at the pipes on that wall. They blend right in. Where? Right there on that wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that amazing? I, I mean, that's great camo. I didn't even see it. Some great um, signs here, too. Uh, Coke is it. And we're talking about Coca-Cola. Although the sign is from an era when Coca-Cola was actually putting cocaine in their uh, beverages. Yeah, that's been debunked, Charlie, I thought. Has it? I don't think so. Oh, I don't I think don't that's know. been debunked. That's just usually what people say when you bring up myths. They usually say it's been debunked. Also, the Budweiser sign with the it looks like a 14 pointer. Uh, they got some googly eyes on that buck. Do they? And it's a wild looking buck, man. Nice. Yeah. Well, Charlie, we're here at Schuler's. The place is popping, actually, for it's, lunch break. It was popping when we got here at like 1030. I don't know. I love the vibes. I love everything they got going on here at Schuler's. Now, Charlie. Miles. I would venture to say that you're kind of a cheap guy. Oh, that's really kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> also no, accurate. I, I would accurate. say that you're cheaper than I am, you know, in the sense of you. Really? I'm cheaper than you? Yeah. Okay. You think I'm cheap? Yeah. I, I'm not that cheap. Okay. But, um, like, I feel like you would, and here's where I'm going with this. Yeah. I feel like people in the Midwest, they're cheap only about some things. Uh-huh. And other things, they are absolutely not cheap. Here's Very an, true. Here's an example. Yep. Uh, a Midwesterner won't buy a certain type of brand of milk because it's 70 cents more but then they'll blow 60 grand on a nice fishing boat. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking snowmobile kind of the same uh, same deal. Those snowmobiles get up there. Yes. Spend a lot of money on those, but then also bringing your own shooters to the movie theater so you don't have to buy the movie theater booze. Exactly. But here's what I'll have to say, and I think the argument for most people is that... Sorry, <laughs> got distracted. <laughs> I just watched the ADD in real life. <laughs> I'm going to send that clip to your psychiatrist. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. There's a lot going on. I know. Bar. I said there's a butterfly. I know. Here, I got to face this wall where there's no people. <laughs> um, what I think most people's argument would say is the reason why they can buy a $60,000 fishing boat it's because they save money on that 70 cents when they go to the grocery so store. So in that sense, it's just a math equation. Yeah. Yeah. You're just taking money from one spot and moving it to another from spot. From one pool and putting it to the next. And by who, the way, who's, uh, you know, there was actually a fan brought up this. Um, uh, we should mention that a fan 
uh, out there asked oh. us to discuss this. I don't know if I even, you know, told you that. Yeah, Charlie tried to pass it off as his own idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Matt Fullerton. Matt who, Fullerton. He reached out on Facebook, kind of wanting us to dive into this. So, so okay. Well, let's dive into it, Charlie. Yeah. What has been I, something you've been cheap about? Oh, where do I begin? Well, in my condo, um, currently my apartment, if you will, um, I guess it's a duplex. I haven't bought any furniture. I haven't bought any furniture. And why? Where do you sit? What's no? I've I've gotten the fur because furniture is around. Oh, it's around. so like, you you have acquired furniture. You haven't bought furniture. My brother had a rug that his kid threw up on and was smelling too much. So I just. <laughs> but once you hose that sucker off, you can't even tell. No, especially no. if you use a power washer on a rug. Exactly. Yeah. Have you ever seen those videos on TikTok of them cleaning rugs? I got a brand new rug, man. Yeah. I, sh- I could have made a video out of this one that vomit came clear off you know and it was crusted in there um and then my folks had a very nice uh table few nicks in it but uh you know uh just no no no. we don't call those nicks we call call them them love character character it's got a lot of character character. and And charm and now it's in the uh it's in the living room and nobody has ever said oh my gosh look at the the chip out of this look at that little look at that bite-sized hunk out of it yeah they all they said is oh is this vintage yeah so there you go oh i would even go a step further and take some sandpaper to it mm-hmm. and then it like will look like an antique yeah oh give it that rough rough yeah. around the edges like the paint's look. coming off but in an antique way not a I didn't do a very good job painting this. Part. Right. right. You know? Yeah. Just get that a little fine layer of varnish off there. A little rougher. In I will areas. have to say that there is, you know, in, in the light of being cheap about certain things. Yeah. There is an absolute thrill about finding a piece of furniture, um, maybe a old fridge or something like that on Facebook Marketplace or yeah. Craigslist. Is way more thrilling than going to the store and buying a new one. Oh, 100 percent. And doing your own drywall. You know, you are going to look at that drywall for years, years. And do you want to not do you want to look at the wall and not remember you putting it up? And well, I, w- I would say that drywall is where you draw the line. Well, no, I, I've, I've put up drywall before, but. I it's would a pain s- in the ass. It is. Yeah. And have you ever tried to put drywall up without one of those stands thing for the ceiling drywall? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. It's like you put on this little, it's like a little, like, it's like a little ladder for. Oh, yeah. The thing, and then you tip it up and then you push Prop it up towards it. the ceiling. Yeah. Have you ever had to just actually just hold it above your head while you wait for your brother to screw it in? Yeah, I was I was actually just my brother, also not a uh, spendy fella. Um, <laughs> I was over at his house doing his drywall up in his attic that he's turning into like another bedroom or something. Yep. Oh, my gosh. You should have you should the, the fights that were had of, dude, what are you? Do- Why am I even holding this here? You know, and it's it's bowing a little bit, you know, so yeah. you need another guy. And then you got back problems. You know, because you're holding you, it for a while. You got some back problems these I, days. Uh, which is, that runs in the family. The reason I have back problems, I can remember the day. We were at my Grandpa Bob's. We were working on the, the breakwater situation okay. at, at the cottage. Yep. And that's where you're pulling these big rocks and you're moving them. And I remember my aunt saying, be careful with your back. 
it'll give you problems in your life or something if you don't lift properly. And I just remember like lifting straight with You're my young. back. Like it's You're not going to be an issue. So yeah. young. That's where I pinpoint the beginning of my back problems. Ironic that my Aunt Mary told me to watch out for it. So anyway, that's how she goes. Uh, why is that ironic that she told you? She told me and I was like, OK, whatever. And then that's where I'm now pinpointing my back problems from. From As I was lifting those rocks, she warning me and then me not listening to her. And now I think that's where my back problems. Isn't originated. it ironic? It's like, don't you think? <laughs> Go on. It's like rain. I didn't have rain on my wedding day, by the way. Oh, your wedding. Hey, no, we haven't talked. Get into that. Why? Because we've done enough about my wedding. I want to, but I didn't give the like people my are thoughts. over the wedding. I didn't give my thoughts. I, All right, we'll wedding. do it. We'll do a after the smoke slash dust settles on my wedding next episode. Okay. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds we'll good. do that. We'll let the smoke settle a little bit longer. Yep. And then you're gonna give me the how you felt about it. Yeah. I've and got I'll a give lot you how notes. I felt about you coming. <laughs> 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 All right, I like that. Well, should we get to, to some callers? I think we should. Thanks to uh, what was it, Fullerton, Matt Fullerton? Yeah, Matt Fullerton. I think for the Jeez. little conversation starter. I like that. That was nice. And, and by the way, if any of uh, you guys out there have a little conversation starter you want us to do at the beginning of these episodes, how can they do it? How can they reach out just and uh, comment on stuff? Okay, just comment on stuff. What well, are we actually going to YouTube, Instagram? Jared's looking at that stuff. Okay, he great. finds a good one. He'll throw it our way. Sweet. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate that. Jared's um, like, great. Now I got I got so much more work to do now. <laughs> the way I said it, though, it sounded like, oh, no problem, right? Yeah. That's how you frame stuff as a boss, Charlie. That's nice. Got to start doing that. Like, like, dude, it'll be so fun. Come on Saturday. We'll work all day. And then you'll come in on Sunday. We'll work all day. It'll be fun. And we'll get some work done. That's uh, that's rather like, than hey man you're gonna have to work Saturday Sunday this week. What sounds more fun? Yeah, I mean that's like in Huck Finn when Huck Finn is like painting the fence. And he's like, see Tom, it's so much fun to whitewash his fence. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, some people would call that like manipulation, but you know. Yeah. Let's not use the M word around here. You know. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> We don't use the M word. Um, and <laughs> all right, real so, good. That being said, let's get, get in. Let's get into some callers. That sounds great. Hey, we got to. We, let's do a. We start doing a thing where to kick off the episode, we go. Let's, let's get, get in. into the callers. Okay, one more time. Let's, let's take some callers. <laughs> I thought getting into the callers. Let's was take some maybe, callers. Yeah, yeah, too many words. Let's, let's take, take some, some callers. callers. Yeah, I like it. It's okay. We'll workshop it. <laughs> I like it better than what we got. Welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. Who are we talking to? Hi, this is Gwen. Gwen, how you doing? I'm well. How are y'all doing? We are doing good. Y'all, where are you calling from? I am from Missouri right now. M I Z. Oh, M I Z. Oh, no, we're waiting for her to go oh, back. Charlie. Sorry, M I Z. Yeah, no, I'm not from Missouri. I just live here. So. <laughs> oh, dang it. She's literally on the last podcast. We brought that up. I know. Well, why don't you belly up to the bar with us? Tell us what's on your mind. Sorry for assuming that you're a Mizzou fan. I apologize. Uh, 
I want to hear the opinion of a Midwest man on stay-at-home moms. Oh, well, uh, I think stay-at-home moms are great. I do, too. Yeah. I had a stay-at-home mom growing up. Yeah, me, too. And I also you think... called into the right podcast yeah, for this you question. Did. Yeah. You did, but I, I think stay-at-home moms, first of all, Child care is so freaking expensive that it's uh, you look it's at making the, more and more sense every day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you look at it is and you look at the value of that and you're like, oh, my gosh. I mean, that that's a huge salary job in and of itself. And also the emotional stuff with the kids and whatnot. I think it's a very valued job personally. Yeah. And I think what you could do, too, is, well, you know. Should you stay at home with your kid or not? Well, look at how Charlie and I turned out. You know, we were we were raised by a stay-at-home mom, and now, you know, we're 30-plus years old. We're Tuesday at noon at a bar. And I'm divorced. And he's and divorced. I so I think yeah. that it works, don't you think? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm curious, though. Okay, so let's get some background here. So I was with the guy for a while and I got pregnant with my first pretty young, occasionally young. All right. And he tried the stay at home mom thing. And I was like, absolutely not working through everything, delivered baby and everything and ended up having to leave that. He was a little, little crazy Midwest uh, people are interesting. I'll say that. But then I got married and had two more, and he did want me as a stay-at-home mom, and I was like, you know what, we'll give this a try. And, like, I thought, you know, we got places. We did. We we bought houses and got to move around, and he had great jobs. He wasn't paying for child care. We bought cars. Like, things really did work out. But the thing that got me was it seemed the mindset was, you stay home and take care of house and kids, but I don't have to do anything but work. Like you do not need love. You do not need attention. Kids don't, you don't need help with the kids. Like I go to work, I make money. That's good. We're, we're solid there. What, what is this? What is that? Well, um, that's, that's not, that's not the way you want to do it. Well, that's not, yeah, that's not the way it's designed to be, you know? Yeah. It's supposed to be that there should be, a give and take with everything that you guys are doing, right? Yeah, because between nine to five. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. No, I was just saying like a little partnership. You know, you work. I work at home. Like I clean the house. I make this house a home. I take care of the kids. I don't bug you at work. You make the money. But when we're together, then it becomes 50-50, right? Like that's what I would think. Yeah. Back to 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you so guys we'll- are at home together, there's you guys spend time together. There should be the family time. There should be um, a sharing of some of the chores on the weekends and stuff like that. Right. And is that kind of what you're saying? Right. Needless to say, I'm getting divorced. Oh. But- I was wondering where yeah. this was going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, did you bring this? Up? I mean, I imagine you brought this up to him and he didn't like it very much. Is that is that an accurate oh, statement? I love Oh, yes, yes. And it turned into a Midwest goodbye. You know, it was like, hey, there's this issue. And he's like, yeah, but did you hear what John did the other day? I'm like, no. So there's this issue. And he's like, yeah, but you know, Phil over there. I was like, oh, damn. All right. (laughs) And what does he do for a living? 
oh man, he's uh, he works at a printer company in Lenexa, Kansas. He is a maintenance mechanic there now, and he said it's a breeze. I get air conditioning, and I barely have to do anything. And I'm like, yeah, nice. <laughs> I bet that's nice. <laughs> he, he's not even giving himself much of an argument there. Yeah, basically, between the hours of nine five. You're both working full time. You're taking care of the family. He's taking care of whatever his job is. But then when you're back at home uh, and he's back at home, then everything should be 50 50. Uh, or how old are your kids? I have a three year old, a almost two year old, and I have a four month old. Oh, oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, that three year old, you know, he'll be a good worker, but it's going to be in probably another three years before he can start doing dishes. So, <laughs> you know, um, that's um, that that's the only thing that gives you a little relief from some of the uh, co-parenting uh, chore duties. You know, my family, there were 12 kids. So, you know, that's a lot of that's a lot of good workers you got at home. But uh, yeah, anyways, that's a tough one. So you're getting a divorce. Do you just decide or has this been in the running for a while? Oh, you know, that brings up a second topic I like to, uh, would like to ask you guys. So I'm from California. I've been in Missouri about mm, five years. And uh, is it just like a common thing? I know Missouri's kind of like the butt end of the Midwest. But is it like a common Missouri thing for like crazy, crazy men? Or is that just like, do I just pick up really, really well? Because this one that I'm divorcing tried to kill me a couple times. Like we're not talking about no. playing like ran a jeep at me tried to kill me whoa, all right whoa, whoa. So that like, like, no that's here? that's not normal you just <laughs> no no get the hell out of that is he like in jail or something because that's uh what they call um attempted murder you know he got a fourth degree assault but they kept him one night and then i got a restraining order and they were like you know honestly you stay in the same house just like he's not supposed to bug you i was like um what excuse me that's some messed up missouri shit right there i'll tell you that much yeah no you guys you you should not is he still living in the house with you no 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 i did last uh last little little rendezvous we had together with his uh jackal side we'll say I asked an officer to escort him away from the premises. So wow. we are now getting a divorce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the uh, first thought that comes to mind, and I could be wrong, but it seems like this guy's just bad news. I don't think he speaks for us, all of us Midwestern men, Charlie. No. You never ran your car at anyone, have you? No. No. God, no. He hit one deer. That was it. Yeah. Um, the only thing you should be, you know, aiming a little bit with your car at is the deer that go across the road. Am I right, Charlie? Yeah. You Well, look, you can't swerve away from them, you know, because that would put other cars in danger. So, yeah, that's accurate. But no, this guy's a freaking Looney Tune. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. That sucks. I'm sorry. But yeah. Um, swerve away the deer i thought you turned off your headlights so that they can't see you <laughs> that's kind I'm of sure we, said that. we said that no we said that, that was our God, advice I we said that. <laughs> oh my god good yeah. memory yeah Jeez. i you know what i might backtrack on that one now yeah. that <laughs> the smoke has settled a little the, the fast and furious version now i remember <laughs> yeah that's amazing we were so smart um Oh, man. Well, well, it seems he at least got like, you know, obviously divorce. Charlie knows this. Uh, 
<laughs> is am I supposed to buy a snowblower now and work on it since I'm getting divorced? Is that the Midwest thing? Or, <laughs> what their rule well, what I was going to say is it seems like, you know, it's a tough situation, but you seem to have a good attitude about it, which I like. Seems like you are. Uh, obviously, it's tough and all that, but it seems like you are understanding the absurdity of the situation. And I think that you're going to come out of this on the other end, hopefully in a better situation than what you were before. Yeah. How fresh is this, by the way? When when did uh, everything get finalized or initiated? Well, uh, I think it's been about three months since I asked him to leave the house. The murder stuff has been happening for like... I don't know, two years straight. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, let's not just glaze over you saying the murder stuff. So <laughs> you said that he tried to run your car at you. What else happened, if you're okay with sharing? Um, so let's see. We started with a little, uh, a little, uh, man, I don't want to make anything like too obvious on your podcast here. The uh, deer meat finders, helpers, whatever you want to call that, to the head. We started with those a couple times, and it was his own. So I was like, okay, well, maybe he just has some issues. Like, you figure you out. You got this. Then then we moved on to the, well, you better do what I say and exactly how I say, or you might not be in this world no more. And I was like, you know, words are whatever. It's cool. I got this. No worries. And then... I went out alone one night. I had a 350Z. I was, you know, balling a little bit, doing a couple drifty drifts. And uh, he was supposed to be watching the kids. Well, he asked his grandma to watch them. And he he showed up and he, he lost his little cookies. He tried to run his Jeep at me. And I called the cops. They finally got there and he had broke my phone and he was, he was just having a little, a little jackal moment. We'll say a little jackal instead of hide moment there. Then, you know, we had found a tumor on his back. There was a random tumor, a nerve eating tumor. And I was like, Oh my goodness. We had that removed. They were like, it could cause neurological issues. I was like, that's why he tried to kill me. Uh So we got, I nursed this dude to health. Like he was completely kind of walking up and we got it removed. And then after that, then the threats of, well, I'm going to uh, take you away from this world and my grandma's going to watch the kids and this is where I'm going to bury you, like dead face. So I was like, okay, wasn't the tumor. Got that. (laughs) So we're talking, there there was a little, you know, there was a little lot, a lot there that I was kind of like, okay, let's try again, let's try again. And then, uh, you know, eventually it was like, okay, it's not, it's not going to change. This sounds like uh, someone else's problem, not mine. I, I'm out. <laughs> so there might be like <clears throat> some other, uh, some other women out there, maybe in kind of a similar situation to you. What advice would you have for them if there was anything like yeah, this? Because it seems like okay, you know, oh, this might be the reason that this happened. This must be the reason, and eventually you kind of realize, well, maybe I just need to get out of the situation. Yeah, right? you're running out of reasons. What would be some advice that you would give to other people that would have a similar situation? I would definitely go with the first time is an answer. If they if they try to take you off this world, especially if you got kids together, that is your answer of will they ever change? They will not. They will never change. They will always want to take you off the earth, whether they are at the hide part of their life or the jackal. So don't 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 stay for three years. Let it go. Let it go. 
Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that because I'm sure there are other people in sort of a similar situation kind of trying to rationalize maybe in the way you are. And I think, you know, your story will be very helpful to them. So thank you for sharing and calling in. And um, but now you're single (laughs) (laughs) and you're ready to mingle. What kind of fella are we looking for? Put it out there. We're going to find you a good guy. They're good. Midwest fellas out there and they're just, you know, just waiting to join your family of four. Well, let's let's uh, start with like the lumberjack type, you know, like I, I'm talking I want that that flannel. I want you tall, broad. Let's not be about murder, maybe. Maybe that's like the last Well, I would maybe stay away from lumberjacks. <laughs> There's a lot of axes involved and chainsaws <laughs> with lumberjacks. But that's not a- it's not a deep though i'm trying to you know at least have a difference here an axe is way different than a jeep running at you that is true that is true yeah he went with the jeep yeah that's so you want a big old brawny dude like a um a uh paul bunyan type do you like full-on facial hair do you like mustache what what gets you going have it all. We're talking Dutch Dynasty type beards here. Like, wants, wow. throw it to the- she wants hair from their chest pubes down to their ball throw <laughs> is what she's looking for. That'd be it. That'd be it. Exactly. And then we're talking someone that ain't scared to get dirty because I swear everyone, everyone's like, oh, you know, you're a woman. You better you better not get on the ground and get dirty working on car. You better not get dirty fishing. I'm like, fuck off. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. <laughs> Wow, I, like I fear that. for the guy who tried to murder you. I yeah, feel like I mean, I could... think he should have been worried. Is, the, is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, all I did when he tried to murder me, to be very clear, is I stared at him like I was stupid. While the dispatcher was like, "You better run, you better run." I was like, "Well, if he's gonna kill me, he might do it. So, like, why run? Like, I want to watch him." Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's, well, it looks like we're looking for a lumberjack who uh, is. Uh, I, I would say you, you you're looking for a guy who's maybe a little more even keeled personality because I like your aggression. So I think yeah. you need a, yeah. a, a someone yeah, to balance you out a little bit. Little yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And no fighting up. fire with fire. It should be. Uh, you guys should balance each other out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And see, following this divorce, my next question for you guys is, where do I find this tippy cow? Because I'm going to need a little bit (laughs) on my days off with the kids. Well, why don't we uh, take her number down, Jared, and we'll send her some. Yeah, we'll send you some bottles of Tippy Cow, and that's our... uh, Or at least have a place you can go get it. Yeah, that's... uh, And we'll we'll send a coupon. We'll either send you Tippy Cow. I don't know if it's against a lot of send booze, but we'll try. And uh, we'll send you some merch, um, you know, some Ditch Chickens hats and stuff like that. So uh, just give us your address off uh, the air, and we'll—that's our—that's uh, our congratulations on your divorce yeah. uh, present. <laughs> awesome! I appreciate All right. that. Well, One last. Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, what's a ditch kitchen? Ditch chicken. Ditch chick- oh, <laughs> ditch chicken. That's a little pheasant. Pheasant running around. Uh, they run around the ditches in uh, South Dakota, North Dakota, some parts of Minnesota. I've seen them. Bit. I don't see them much in the ditches in Wisconsin. I think there's some pockets. I okay, know. there's yeah. some pockets. Well, we, we got uh, 
we have grouse there, which some would also consider we'll count ditch that. chicken. We'll count that. It's just a little birdie in the ditch. And then you, uh, in certain states, you can uh, pull over and uh, take them, you know, uh, get get your protein Not in for the, the day. Right. You got to step outside. See, yeah, see, you got to be outside the vehicle. Yes. <laughs> didn't get ditch chickens, but I was thinking ditch rats with how many little uh, or ditch robbers, maybe with all these little raccoons that are always on the side of the road. I was like, hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, I don't yeah. know if you can do that or not. Yeah, I, I don't know either. They're good eating, though, if you if you do happen to hit one, toss that in the back. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, thank you so much for calling in. Sorry again that this happened, but thanks for sharing your story for those who might be in a similar situation. And we hope you find that Midwest lumberjack man who only uses his axe for wood. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for your wonderful insight. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks for uh, calling in. Tell your kids we says hi. I will say hi to them. All right. Bye-bye now. I don't know if I'd go with tell your kids I says hi, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe let's let's have Keep that it be the, folks. Yeah, let's have that be the last okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was going thinking. good until that until moment. That, yeah. I, I think, yeah, we handled it well, and then it got a little creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I mean... Do, did I wake up this morning thinking I was going to be discussing someone who had an attempted murder yeah. case? I mean, how do we even, how do you, what do you say to that? I don't, hey, sorry that you almost got murdered by your ex-husband is not. Several times. Yeah. It's a, it's a nightmare. That's yeah. really sad, actually. That guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, one of those that, I uh, hope everyone's having a good day except for that guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, hopefully the calls get a little lighter. Yeah. <laughs> that was dark. Yeah, um, that, was, that was a weird one. But that's a tough situation. It for. is a tough situation. But I think to recap, if you need help, you find yourself in that situation. Don't wait. Just get it done. And uh, shout out to Midwest uh, stay-at-home moms and dads. You're doing the Lord's work. Imagine what our moms had to go through. Oh God, dealing with our shit. I mean, dealing day. with you. Okay. I mean, you're like you're like five kids in one. Yeah, I'm a little feisty. Yeah, you are. All right. Well, should we take another caller? Let's do it. Who do we have on the line? John. John, welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. Why don't you belly up with us and tell us what's on your mind? Well, I got a wedding coming up. My sister's nice, and uh, she's marrying another chick. And I don't know if there's any different etiquette at gay weddings that I need to be aware of. I didn't know if you guys knew or if you had any advice on that or not. <laughs> okay. So, All right. Well, let's unpack this a little bit. Okay. Why don't we? Okay. Okay. So you said it was your sister, correct? Yep. And yep. she is marrying another gal? Yep. And you've never been to a gay wedding and you're wondering if there's any other etiquette. Charlie, do you have any advice for him? Uh, no. <laughs> well, let's see here. Well, what are you planning to wear? First of all, I think the short answer is no, there's not really any other etiquette you need to know. There might be, you know, uh, what are you planning to wear right now? Yeah, let's maybe go through that. Um, 
I guess I wore boots and jeans and a nice button-up shirt for my wedding. So I guess that's what, I, what the plan was. <laughs> I mean, true. that's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah. Don't wear anything you didn't wear on your own wedding. Right. Or that you won't wear to another one. I don't think there's any difference out there at all. What did your sister say? Because I'm sure you asked her this question. What was her response? Oh, no. I me and her don't really talk a whole hell of a lot because we're just kind of... Uh, she's she lives a couple hours away, and I don't see her that much, and kind of quite a bit of an age gap. Okay, we never really did talk a whole lot ever, so I didn't know if it was something I should even bring up to her if I just looked like an asshole. <laughs> well, I think I think it's probably good you didn't bring it up to her in, in, in hindsight. Yeah, it's yeah. good you came to a safe space uh, yeah. to uh, try and figure this out. What's the difference between a straight wedding and a gay wedding? really don't know if there is any so i was calling for assistance <laughs> there's no difference need some advice from you other did, midwesterners you rock rock in there with your boots and here's the real question you should be asking is the bar open i'm not sure if they're big drinkers or not i guess they do drink so i'd imagine there is going to be a somewhat of a bar yeah there'll and be they a said bar all the kids had to be out by a certain time so oh sure that's fun yeah that's this is going to be a good ass time, I bet you. Now, the the <laughs> other thing to remember about what you wear to a wedding, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody's going to care. Okay. Yeah, I mean, nobody's there. Nobody's thinking about you at all. You are there to consume the free booze because you got them a gift, and therefore you already paid for the booze. What are you going to get them, by the way? Right. I don't know. All right, let's talk wedding gifts. What 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 are you thinking? You thinking just cash? You thinking maybe something off a registry if they got one of those? Or are you thinking maybe? Uh, I was gonna go with cash. Cash. That's what my plan was. That's the move. Sounds like <laughs> a lot of heart goes into that. Hey, what did your sister get you when you got married? Um, I'm not sure if they gave us. If anything, they gave us cash because we. I don't know. They've been together a long time and have had their own place together for a long time. Like me and my wife did. Yeah. So we just wanted cash for the honeymoon, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Well, I I, I, I love the transactional nature of a wedding, too. You know, it's like it's like basically give me what I gave you when you got married. It all evens out in the yep. end. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for calling in. I hope that we uh, helped you out the, here. I think the answer is it's just a normal wedding. Yeah. Just go into it like normal. Yeah, I've been to a few weddings uh, with gay groom, uh, gay, you know, I don't, whatever. Gay it's, grooms. It's all the same deal. How do I convince my wife that she needs to take the kids back to the hotel so I can stay at the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the real question. That's Yeah, that's a whole nother call, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you convince her? In the week leading up to it. You got to be on your best behavior. You got to like start building, oh. uh, building some in the bank. You know, you got to get your uh, gotcha. good, good bank account, uh, good deed bank account yes. filled before yep. the wedding. You need some leverage before the wedding because if I know anything about marriage, now that I've been married for a month, is it's all about leverage and keeping score. So yeah, and then. I guess she did go out last, so if I don't go out between now and the wedding, then I guess it's my turn to stay out and drink. There you, there you go. go. And, and just subtly reminder of that on the day of. And then how old's your yeah. oldest kid? Um, he's only eight. Can he keep a secret? Oh, yeah. You bribe that kid and you tell him to say, Mommy, I really want to go home with just you and not dad. 
Dad needs to dance oh, and get guy. some energy out or something like that. Yeah, Dad needs a know. drink. This guy doesn't sound like a dancer. Are you a dancer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, what... There's like a certain amount of drunk I've got to be. And sometimes <laughs> I just blow right through that certain <laughs> amount of drunk. <laughs> <laughs> blow right through that phase. I like that. Pay your kid, bribe your yeah. kid with fruit yeah. by the foot and tell him to, to give mom a nudge on the night. I think you'll be yeah. good then. Sounds like a good plan. There we go. All right, we'll have fun at the wedding. Yeah, it sounds like a blast. Tell your sister and her uh, wife we says congrats. All right, thanks for the advice. All right, we'll see ya. See ya. I like that guy because you could tell the whole gay wedding goes against what his value system is. Yeah. But he seems to be coming around. He's coming around. He's like, it's my sister. What am I going to do? You know, we don't see eye to eye. But uh, I'm going to show up, and he wants to stay late. To he also, dance and I party. thought it was very considerate of him to make sure that he was abiding by a lot of the etiquette. Yeah. No, it's just a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I love he goes, what are you, probably the same thing I wore to my wedding boots and jeans and a button up. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. No baseball hat, basically. Yeah. It's the only difference between that and his normal deal. But he's got a big tan line, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. He sounds like a guy with a, uh, a tan line. Tip it on back, Charlie. Tip, tip it. it on back with the tippy, tippy cow. Tippy, tippy. Do you know that tippy cow's milk comes straight from Wisconsin cows? Mm-hmm. You ever been cow tipping in Wisconsin, Charlie? No, I actually have not gone cow tipping ever. I do like the taste, though. You can just taste the Wisconsin with that little sip. Oh, it is. Some, it's very tough to tip a cow. It's kind of dangerous, you know. I, yeah, I, I think that it's more than what you'd bargain for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a big old beast who does not like you touching it in that way. He'll kick you in the pecker too. Yeah, cow will. I last thing I want is that. But you know what I do want? What's that? To keep sipping on this tippy cow. Me too. This orange cream is an absolute delight. Mm. And yes, honestly. With summertime, the orange cream flavor is kind of uh, summery. It gives you that like funzy lake vibes and refreshing, refreshing. We gotta get, we gotta. And the best is you can do it over ice. You can do it like we're doing it, just neat. Mm-hmm. Regardless, guys, you gotta tip it on back with some tippy cow. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Belly Up Podcast. Who are we chit chatting with? Oh, hello, Charlie. Uh, it's it's uh, Austin from Ohio. Oh, Austin, Austin from, from Ohio. Ohio. What's Austin? going on? That's like a country oh, song. Yeah. I went to Ohio <laughs> to find <laughs> Austin. Something. You're going to Ohio to find, <laughs> yeah, find well, Austin. Okay. It's a love song. Yeah. I, um, I sorry, Austin. Oh, uh, yeah. But, no, you're fine. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. Pleasure to meet you, too, my guy. What's, yeah, why what's you on your up? mind? What's going on? All right, so I'm in a little bit of a, a pickle here. So, Uh-oh. you know, I live in this apartment complex. Yeah. And um, right next door, my best friend used to live there. And now it's being rented out to a group of sorority members. <laughs> so yeah, what's so, the problem here? Yeah. This sounds like the beginning of so, an erotic film. This sounds like a new Van Wilder it, it, movie. Yeah, I guess, or Seth Rogen. But um, yeah. so here's my prediction. You know, I I usually I try and do voice acting and stuff. 
and the walls here are paper thin. And so I'll be doing my stuff or whatever to submit somewhere. And um, they <laughs> just start going off the walls. Okay. So, so say it again. Charlie cut you off. Crazy. Say it again. I got to hear what you said. What would you say? So like, like I'll do like voice recordings or whatever. And the walls are paper thin here. <laughs> and uh, they're just going against the walls, man. It's awful. It's just. What do you mean they're going against the walls? Anymore. What are they doing against those walls that's so obnoxious to your voice recording? Are they just talking? Well, no, it's frat boys and uh, sorority girls. Just Is there fornication going you know, on that- while you're trying to do your voice recordings? Oh, yeah. Are you saying that they are clapping thy cheeks? They <laughs> <laughs> are clapping the cheeks and the headboard is clacking. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't come knocking if the headboard is clacking. You so, know? Okay, so can you do exactly. one of the voices? Can you give us one of your voices? I want, yeah, redo this, well, but do it in your radio voice. Radio? Or whatever, okay. whatever voice you're uh, doing. Uh, how about a, a trailer voice? Like, you know, from the early 2000s? Yeah. I, okay. I want it's this I want this to be, uh, I want you to do the trailer voice, but it, the movie is um, about, it's the Neighbors 3, which like you were saying, Seth Rogen and uh, what's his name? Zach Efron. And it, uh, but it's your right. situation okay. and you have to work in clapping thy cheeks. <laughs> Go. Okay. An unexpected sequel to the movie that no one really ever asked for a sequel. You hear about this guy named Austin. He lives in Ohio in an apartment complex with an unformed neighbor of sorority girls. And whenever this young guy is trying to do his work of voice recording, you hear clapping of the cheeks, the clapping of the cheeks, and the clacking of the headboard. And this guy... This guy, he can't get anything done because of the magic that's going down across the wall. Coming to a theater near you, possibly never. <laughs> so you just got the horniest sorority next to you, or what? Way you, you, they're clapping that much so, that you can't do your voice recording? Yeah, that, that, and then they, their parents are like over every day. For like the last month. Okay. And, you know, I got I more questions. <clears throat> they're well, okay, okay. So their folks are over every day for the past month. Is this while the the clapping yeah. is going on? Oh no. No, this is during uh, I'd say around like eleven to twelve is usually when they're over. PM like, or AM? The dad is like uh PM. It's a weird time for parents to be over. Okay, so what do you say about the dad? Well, the dad, he's just, he's just a rude man. I'm like, look, he's, you know, at Twin Oaks, we're all pretty nice people, you know. We, you know, we grill with each other every now and again, or we'll have a fire in the parking lot. Um, you know, but this guy, you know, I'll have my window open because, you know, Ohio, it gets to 50 degrees, and that's pretty nice window weather. Say the AC. And, uh, yeah, he'll just, like, Shut your window! Like he just, he acts like he's. Why does he, he act like he's alpha dog here? Why does he want your window shut? I don't know. Like he just goes on like a rampage. He starts screaming and whatever floats his boat. I'm. Sh- I. And he asked me to move my 
he asked me to move my grill and it's in my area you know so i don't think i gotta move it so i guess what's bothering you more the dad or uh, all of the uh fornication going on next door i mean it sounds like this is a shitty situation yeah you got a few beefs oh yeah sorry um what i'll do is you know i can always buy more soundproofing but how do i deal with this guy the dad okay so every day the, the dad is in the neighboring apartment dealing with his daughter he walks by. He sees your window yeah. open, and he tells you to shut the window. Mm-hmm. What's his logic? What's his reasoning? He never says it. He just you know I'll usually have like a record spinning or whatever, and then he just gets all upset about it. I'm okay, like, well, like, oh, that's like, it. Hey, well, He's not upset about the window. It's the music coming out yeah, of your house. But so you're not so innocent well, either, very, there, very buddy. Cool. I don't think well, you're necessarily innocent in this. You got to remember that these are paper thin walls and you're playing loud records all day. This is true. I mean, they got to do something to drown out your bad music choices. So they start clapping cheeks. What music oh, are you playing? Bob Seger. Bob <laughs> are you cranking Bob Seger? How old are you? I pitched his voice got there. <laughs> I am 22. 22, cranking Bob Seger, trying to break into voice acting, listening to Cheeks cheeks clap. This could be a Bob Seger song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm very interested to see how you pull this one off. I am. Let's go, Charlie. Let's hear Bob Seger clapping cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I I was a little too tall. <laughs> I was a little too tall. My voice was. What's that? I, I'm I'm trying to get into it. I'm yeah, trying to get him into it. Yeah, let him go. Let him go. Hold on. I was a little too tall. Could have like used a few pounds. Girl was getting a chief's clapped up and down. Dad walks by, sees the window open. Turn that shit down. I, I I'm losing it, but I I'm. No, I'm, you found it. You is found it? it? It just yeah. wasn't that good. Um, but yeah, there's. You found it. He, I can't do Bob Seger because his is. He pulls more forward. Was little too tall? Could use a few pounds. That's it. Was little too tall? Could use a few pounds. Exactly. He tucks his bottom lip in a little bit more than he has like the the, the thirty year smoker voice that really yeah kind of penetrates the music. Yeah. yeah. Which is beautiful. It is. Yeah, it's almost like falsetto too. Like he's hit, he's hitting it high, but it, it sounds low. Is he hitting it? Wow. Yeah. Hey, all right. It, it's very. I mean, if I know so, guys like I think I do, the clapping of the cheeks can't go much longer than like a minute and a half. I think you so, just like saying clapping of the cheeks. <laughs> you brought it up in every every time. How many here, times can I work it in? Here's what here's what also doesn't make but sense. Here's the thing. Okay. What? Okay. It doesn't make sense that her dad is only over there from 11 to 12. Why that time? Yeah, or he'll be from 11 to 1. I think it might be during, like, his lunch break. But you can tell this guy comes from a decent amount. He's always showing up in, like, his his suit, and he has a super, super nice Alexa. Okay, okay. So so I get it. So you are talking about um, not the night. You're talking afternoon. Because last time the whole time he was talking about 11 to 12. Rewind the tape, bro. He said p.m. Rewind the tape. I said 11 and he said p.m. Okay. well, I thought he was talking about 11 p.m. Miles. 
It was a tough time to be asking AM or PM because <laughs> both are true in both situations. Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. All right. So that this all makes more sense yeah. now. This, this all makes more sense. Are you friends <laughs> with the guys over there that are uh, getting intimate with these gals? Uh, no. Well, no, hold I, on. I, hold on. Are I you single not, yourself? <laughs> are you single? No. no. Oh. Well, okay. Wow. Uh, do you have anybody over at your house? Huh? Uh, it's just my my mother and I don't live here. Oh, you live with your mom? So, you know, because last year, yeah, God. last year my my father he unfortunately passed away, so um, I came to in that. to kind of help out. Sorry to hear that. Okay, uh, so you know, it, uh, so wow. you moved into your mom's house apartment apartment. Uh, yeah, yep. Okay, it was originally my dad's, but then like once he started like declining because I was I was living on my. Because I just recently got out of the army and I transitioned, like got my own housing or whatever, and then I came back here, you know, once I heard about everything going on, and then so then once he passed away, my mom started having like really bad health issues too. So I'm like, oh boy, all right. Wow. So I'm kind of helping out around. Well, thanks for your service, my guy, and sorry that that's going on. They say anything weird while uh, they're doing it? Yeah, this might be a plot twist. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay, I'm excited. What? Sometimes, sometimes it's not a dude's name. Oh, they're lesbians. <laughs> some are and some aren't. Wow. Okay. Or maybe they're, don't, they're, they're swinging the swing both directions. Good for them. So there's a little bit of uh, hot dogs and buns and uh, bumping of tacos going on. There's you know? some thruppling going on in that in that sorority house. Um, there definitely is. Tell me all the voices you can do. I can I can do Kermit. Let's hear it. Let's hear um, Kermit. Let's hear call. Kermit telling Miss Piggy. Uh, okay, so Kermit lives in your house with Miss Piggy, but Kermit was gone and Miss Piggy heard the uh, the banging going on. What? How does Kermit defend himself? Oh, I'm sorry. Reverse that because Kermit heard it and Miss Piggy was gone and Kermit suspects that Miss Piggy was next door with one of the sorority girls. What's Kermit saying? Oh, my God. So just to clarify, so just that Kermit thinks that Miss Piggy's next door. Kermit suspects that Miss Piggy was next door. Miss Piggy walks in after being gone from oh, okay. the hours of 11 to 1. Kermit's been up just hearing a lot of piggy sounds next door, potentially. And Kermit is now confronting There's some porn Miss going Piggy. on next yeah. door. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's hear right. it. Miss Piggy, what the hell is going on over there? I hear you. I hear you. Always noises, and then I hear you, and I see you coming in with a bum leg. I don't think the hospital's that tough. No, that was your Patrick Mahomes. Do Kermit. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling your leg. <laughs> yeah, like how, how do you do Kermit? Kermit. No, that's... So Kermit is just like, kind of like roll in your tongue if you can yeah like right underneath your your uh your jaw like where your bottom row of teeth are uh-huh tuck it underneath there and when you talk you kind of got you're breathing in and you're getting closer and you just can't so kind of like miss miss I, I would have to hear kermit talk miss miss piggy no you just sound old no. there 
Mercy. All right. All right. Well, I, I'm going to have to take a class in that. Hey, thank you so much for calling in. This was super uh, interesting. Um, oh. Sorry that your uh, demo tapes are getting ruined by... Uh, Miles, you want to say? Well, I think that you maybe are doing demo tapes for the wrong type of films. Maybe that might be welcomed background noise if you're doing voiceovers for other films. Yeah. Yeah. Just change your genres. So turn it into your advantage is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Always play to your advantage. There's always going to be that that one guy who's a part of the company. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to. I just got it so we could hear more of his tapes for that background noise. <laughs> <laughs> smart man, smart man. Well, um, listen. Well, it good. was a, a pleasure meeting both of you. Yeah, good to meet you so too. So nice meeting you too. Congratulations. Hopefully, the headboard and the grumpy neighbor gets better. Yeah. And Have uh, a good one. Charlie, go, go Brewers, right? Go Brewers. Heck yeah. <laughs> Take Heck care. Heck yeah. You too. We'll see you. Um, a lot of layers, a lot to unpack there. God, um, I didn't know what we were walking. We that was his podcast. We were just we were guests on his podcast. Yeah. Really is what ended up happening. Um, what do you think of his Kermit voice? Well, he's twenty two. <laughs> he's just starting off. <laughs> Fellas, got a you know, and, and he's listening to this right now. So Charlie, give him the advice. No, I think that he's got a lot of he's got some good fundamentals. He knows he's been researching. He knows where to go. I think a big part of voiceover is um, in the face, actually, in person, you know. So sometimes even if the voice isn't 100 percent there, if the face is there really adds to it, you know, so I'd have to see him in person doing it. But, you know, I think it's great that he's 22 out of the army. He's uh, doing the thing that he loves. The voiceover stuff moves in with his mom. You know, it's just he's got to get the neighbors to, you know, add a level of caution or he's got to get some egg carts, you know, egg cartons, start stapling them to the wall, get a little (laughs) soundproofing going. So anyways, um, another episode of the bellied up in the books. And it's been a, just an honor. Oh, and I want to also shout out those wings that we, we took a break during this to eat some wings here. Mm-hmm. And oh, my gosh, are they good. They're doing some good here at Schuler's. Oh, they really are. And there's a meat raffle later tonight, too. I know. So we'll have to stay for that. So it depends, Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, depending on how long we talk here, we might just roll right into the meat raffle. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we, better, we better hurry up. People do not mess around with their meat raffle. Know, We're taking like, up. Shut those guys up. Yeah, we are taking prime. I can't hear the number. I got to get my raccoon poppers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, All right. Charlie. Well, th- guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Bellied Up Pod. And as always, tip your bartender. Tip it to bartender, baby. See you in the next one.